Hi, and welcome back to the Get On Track, Stay On Track podcast, and we're helping your small business one expert at a time. My name is Jason Weiser, and today we're talking about how to plan the perfect live event with special guest Nicole Murphy from Talking Moose Media. And I want to be sure to let you know that there are more expert interviews over at www.ontracktips.com. That's ontracktips.com. Hi, and welcome back to On Track Tips. My name is Jason Weiser, and I'm your host for Get On Track, Stay On Track, helping your small business one expert at a time. And today, our expert is Nicole Murphy. And Nicole's going to help us understand how to plan the perfect live event. And for those of you that don't know Nicole, Nicole has over 20 years' experience in the event industry, marketing, and social media. Her background has made her one of today's leading innovators. She's developing cutting-edge strategies to help business owners merge their social media with their live events. Nicole is one of three owners-organizers for the Triangle Google Plus Hurl, which is one of the largest and most active hangouts and real-life groups in the country, with co-owners Jesse Wadillo and Mark Traphagen. Nicole sees an event as live theater. She says... You can play every detail down to the minute, but once the event starts, it becomes a wonderful and intricate dance. Nicole is passionate about events, customer service, and the value of communication. And when she's not working, she enjoys camping, hiking, museums, movies with her family, and a good book. And a little-known fact about Nicole is that she and her sister have a blog together. That blog is momcomplicated.com. Go and check out momcomplicated.com. And let's all give a warm on track tips welcome to our expert for the day Nicole Murphy hey Nicole <laughs> hey Jason thanks for having me hey it's great to have you here and I see that we've got a lot of people on the call today Man, this is really exciting and so you guys know what to do you know where the comment stream is go ahead and start asking your questions keep them short and keep them simple and we're gonna bring them up at the end of the show also if you're uh, on Twitter you'll you'll look at the comment stream and you'll see that we have a tweet it's already scripted you know the drill go ahead and copy paste that send it out and help us uh, share with your friends. Maybe you know somebody that is maybe starting up a uh, a coffee shop, or is maybe just written a book, and they can and they can benefit. So make sure you share this event along with other events from OnTrackTips.com, where we interview past experts uh, like Mark Traphagen, Peg Fitzpatrick, and Ronnie Bincer. But today. We are with Nicole Murphy, and we've got a lot to cover So as we go over how to plan the perfect live event. And we're going to do it in half an hour, right, Nicole? <laughs> oh, yeah, 30 <laughs> minutes is plenty of time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know how so, we're going to cover everything, but we'll try. I know all my guests, they always say that when I give them a list of questions beforehand, they're like, there's no way we're going to cover all this <laughs> stuff. But that's you know, that's really kind of what, what, what our readers like. They like this fire hose kind of uh, format that we do here. So here we go. Bang, bang, All bang. All right. Let's bring um, it on. <laughs> so, uh, Nicole, let's start out. I think uh, because most of our viewers are entrepreneurs and they're just making that transition into the digital space, I think it's really important that we explain to them why uh, live events are so important and how they can merge their social media and their live events. So in the pre-show uh, pre description, I mentioned seven reasons why live events are one of the most powerful marketing tools for your small business. What do you say? You got seven tips for us? 
Sure, absolutely. It was actually a little bit hard to keep it to seven, but uh, the number one thing I always say is the face-to-face -face interactive um, ability. I always think when I'm trying to land a new client or I want to break into a new space or I'm looking um, for a business on how we can bring new people into their space or into their store, you know, it's like, gosh, you know, we really like you, and people always do business with people. They don't necessarily, yes, they're buying the products, but the transaction is with that other person. And the more that you can expose yourself to potential clients, the more traffic you're going to bring in and the higher um, chance you are going to get have to make that transaction and that sale. So Hangouts on Air and live events get you in front of people and it gives you a chance to show your personality. And so I always think, gosh, if they could just um, see me and interact with me and see that I'm you know, a fun-loving person and that I really know my stuff, I really feel like I can make, make that sale. And I really feel strongly that if you bring cameras into your store, into your office, or get in front of the camera and show your personality and your knowledge, that's really going to help. Um, Two is leveraging relationships. You know, Jason, um, we have spoken a couple of times on Google+. Plus. You reached out to me. You said, hey, I've been interviewing all these people. I have this new show. Would you like to be on it? And I said, sure, no problem. Um, though it, back in the day, if you had to make deals on the golf course um, or do it in a traditional manner, send a handwritten note and hope that somebody calls you back or try and get past that receptionist. It would take you months and months um, to get to the access to, of somebody and you might not even ever really get access to them and um, and you wouldn't be able to leverage that relationship. So it's so much easier these days to make new relationships, new connections, and it's not a big of a, as big of an effort for someone to sit down at their computer and just have a conversation with somebody. So that's number two. Um, I would say YouTube <laughs> is number three. It's the number it's the number two search engine in the world. Um, and your hangouts on air, and as everyone knows probably at this point, it auto populates and saves on your YouTube channel. So now you have your own TV truck in your computer. So that's awesome. The SEO value, obviously, of this, everyone's seeing now that Hangouts on Air um, are indexing almost immediately. So if you have a brick and mortar store, I highly suggest, and you are selling products, that you figure out how to get almost every product in your store featured on a video through Hangouts on Air. And remember that you don't have to be with somebody on a Hangout on Air. You can do one all by yourself, and you don't even have to show your face. You can just show your product. Um, yeah, I want to I I mention something there. We, I interviewed uh, uh, Dustin Stout on Saturday, mm -hmm. and uh, literally within hours of that show going up, we were ranked and are still ranked right now for Google Plus 101, which I think is a pretty, pretty oh. fun keyword to be ranked for. So <laughs> and we're still holding strong. So it's very important. Yeah, great point there. Keep going. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. No, 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 no. 
Um, you control your message with Jason. I've heard you say that time and time again. And um, I, I just saw somebody go through this just today. I, no, yesterday was when the post came up. But they started a nonprofit organization to help some people with the Colorado floods. Um, the TV station came in. It was three people that started the organization together. Well, lo and behold, here comes the, the TV segment. And they have booked it. And it looks like only one person started it. And these other two people that were there were just kind of tagalongs that maybe wanted to be there because there were cameras. And so they had to do this backpedaling and say, hey, you know, it's all three of us. We came up with the, the idea collectively. And so they couldn't control their message. Yes, it was very exciting that they were covered on ABC, but that wasn't the message that they wanted to portray. So you control your message when you're in control of your own hangout on air. Um, and then the, the, the last one is that, you know, and it kind of goes back to my first point with the face-to-face, -face, but you don't need permission from anyone to get your message across. Um, you have access to it. It's a free service. If you have internet and a webcam and a microphone, you can go out there and get your message out the way you want, and you don't need permission or acceptance from anyone. Your message is valuable, and you are in control of it, and I just absolutely think that is so valuable for small businesses to be able to put their spin on their message and get it out there. Yeah, and uh, so let's take a minute. Let's back up here. Um, I, I've seen uh, reading all of your information, your your uh, website, and some of your videos. I see that you've done a number of corporate clients, which is incredible. But uh, I think the question that I would ask for some of uh, my readers who are brick and mortars, they're smaller uh, single business owners. You know, is this live event uh, something that can work for? Uh, anybody, or is it really just something that's more exclusive to uh, the corporate, the Fortune 500s? Oh, absolutely not. No, I really, really want to see the brick and mortars start to use this tool. I know that there are some food stores, like the um, Southern Seasons, where they sell like a lot of spices and pre-made mixes um, and gift baskets and stuff. They will actually bring a chef into their um, store. They will have a live event where they invite people and there's a cap, an RSVP cap, because they only have so much space. You get to interact one-on-one -on -one with the chef beforehand and after the Hangout on Air. But then during the Hangout on Air, the chef is featuring products that are sold in the store and they're giving them idea and they're giving people ideas on how to make creative recipes easy to use um, showing them exactly how to cook these things properly and present them at a party and so then they have that content and they can go you know and it just gets recycled over and over again and then when somebody goes to um, search either your store or something that you sell in your store that video pops up and wow do you look cool let me tell you yeah. So, so let's let let's help everybody understand. Kind of, can you break down what is a live event? What are you talking about when you're saying a live event? What what might that look like? So a live event, the way I describe it, is anytime there is somebody in your so like anytime you have a party of people there's in real life in person so anytime that you have if you have um, a sale on Saturday or you have a Christmas kickoff sale or you're gonna have a product launch and you want to invite people in or you're having um, you know a special shopping party those are you know things that I would think that you would run a live hangout on air for absolutely and then you 
what I do is I help broadcast that message out because everybody wants to be where the cool party is and no one you're you're putting so much time and effort in throwing these amazing in-store events let everybody else know about it you want people to stumble upon what you're doing you want everyone to be talking about oh my gosh did you go to that did you see that no but let me look let me go watch it on YouTube um, you you know, you want people talking about your party and then the next time people are going to make the effort to go or they're going to make the effort to watch. Yeah, and that's really what's amazing about uh, Talking Moose and what you guys are doing over there. It's really revolutionary because you're taking uh, that live, that traditional live event conference style um, interaction and you're bringing in the virtual space. I like a comment that uh, Ronnie Bincer mentioned before the show. He said that uh, the last point on the discussion um, or the description was that uh, how important hybrid virtual events and this online connection with in real life is and and how how important this is for people to understand and if anybody's seen uh, Nicole's rally meetups then one of the things I think is so fantastic is you've got this room full of people and I've I've gone to those and I've had a wonderful time I think you guys do great together you've got this room full of people but then you've got your guest speakers are literally coming in from hangouts from all over the world can you talk a yeah. little bit about the dynamic of that or what some of that uh, what do you have to say on that um, well, I, I actually cut my teeth on that uh, that meetup. I'm very grateful to Phil Buckley who runs that meetup. He was uh, a visionary. I, I kept, you know, kind of talking to him about that uh, this concept at the end of the year, and he really saw the value in it and knew that he could take his meetup to the next level by bringing in all of these powerhouses that he met either at conferences or his. Um, you know he's come into contact with and he's and he's worked with them but they're in California and there's no way that you know we can fly them out for two days so that he they can speak for an hour and a half at a free meetup um, so by incorporating the Google Hangouts now these amazing people that you could never get your hands on um, have no problem sitting in their home office after dinner and I'm um, talking about SEO and so what that looks like is it's a traditional Traditional meeting where you go, um, there's usually about a hundred people in the room, and uh, we have speakers that are in-house, so that means that they're there live, and then we also have a video feed coming in using the Hangouts. Um, what I would like to say about this is if you're going to have that kind of interaction there are a lot of moving parts and it is something that you want to practice and really think through before you do it um, the first one that we had so you need to think about there's a couple of things you need to think about is number one how are you going to get the people that are watching virtually to interact with the speakers um, number two is how are you going to get the speakers to interact with the in-house crowd. Um, so those two things right there, there's a lot of audio-visual that needs to go on. Um, so you know you want to consider your space and your knowledge before you, you do that because you need to be able to pipe the mute, the the sound from inside the room through the hangout so that the people in the hangout can hear it and then you also need to pipe the the audio from the hangout into the room so that the people in the room can hear it and then you need to figure out how to do that without getting feedback so, <laughs> so that is something that I suggest uh, you practice beforehand 
Um, and then I know that this is something that everyone talks about, but the internet connection is so, 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 so very important. And you never want to do this off of Wi-Fi. And when you have 100 people in the room, you want to explain to them that they can't be on their phones using the Wi-Fi and on their tablets while you're trying to do this as well. So, I mean, we um, we definitely do those in the, you know, like kind of as a wild, wild west um, kind of meeting, and we have run some of those off of Wi-Fi, and we've actually run... Um, Internet cable, uh, Ethernet cables across city streets from window to window um, before. <laughs> so, but those are the main things, is finding out where you're going to gather everyone for the digital events so that you can see how they're, you know, so you can read their comments and see what they're saying and then how to get what the people in the Hangout are saying so that the people in-house can hear it as well. So those are the main, and things. that's a good, and that's a good transition into one of our uh, viewers. Uh, Gene is asking. Well, it's a two-part question, but uh, answer either part. The first is, uh, what's the best way to bring comments and questions into your live event? And secondly, what if your viewers are on another site, like uh, say your web page or Facebook or Twitter? Yeah. So <clears throat> I've talked a lot about this, and it this all <laughs> the answer to every question is it depends. And it depends on who your audience is, how internet savvy they are, do they even know what a Google Hangout is, do they know that YouTube has live events. I always suggest to businesses that they have an event landing page on their website. Um, if you cannot make it your home page for that during that time, put a giant graphic with a link to the actual page. On that page, you should have your embedded hang out on air and you should also have some kind of comment, commenting system that you're monitoring whether it's the actual commenting system included in your website you can use the Facebook comment section uh, comments you can in integrate the Google Plus comments um, but you want to Google Hangouts is scary for a lot of people and when they hear they have to do this and it, it just kind of overwhelms them and Google has helped you by giving you the embed capabilities so just say just go to our website and check it out and if you have something to say just comment below using whatever system that you guys decide and that is the most comfortable baby step way to um, bring everybody in and it's also the most polished way that you can present something to someone that's not on Google Plus. Yeah, you know, this right here, what we're doing now, isn't a live event, but there is so much stuff that I'm doing right now. I'm watching <laughs> Twitter over here on Twubs. I've got Facebook app going on over here, and, and people are watching us over there on Facebook. People are watching us on YouTube. Of course, there's our, our Google Events tab going on. You and I are here. We've got Comment Tracker. I, I was watching <laughs> one of your blog posts, and you made a very distinct point to, to mention to talk about the importance of an event curator. Talk to us a little bit about that spot, that person, that job description. Oh, my gosh. You know, I will go in, and it's so funny because most events I will run into at least three people that will say, oh, my God, I would never do what you do for a living. <laughs> After they've watched 
what I do. Um, <laughs> and so I'll go in there. I will deal with massive, you know, a massive people. I I will set up all of this AV and run all the kinks and make sure we're still online and run around and do all that stuff. But I will not sit and try to host and run my own hangout on air, which is why I don't have my own show. Um, because I think it is absolutely crucial that you understand that there needs to be an event planner, somebody that's handling the actual live event, like a traditional event planner, somebody that runs all your AV and kind of produces the digital side of the event, and then somebody that just mans the entire social presence for the event. So it's kind of a three-legged stool that really makes this whole beast um, very sturdy and kind of leads you to, you know, sets a platform for your success. Um, obviously with smaller events you could probably combine a couple of those things but really if there's no coffee and you need to do the coffee or change out the uh, or change the temperature in the room and then you step away from the computer and you've lost your feed while you're doing that, oh and somebody's tweeting um, X, Y, and Z, and that you didn't answer their question, that stuff starts to snowball really, really fast. And so that's what I was talking about, is that you need to have somebody dedicated to watching all of the social media channels. And this is something that I've talked about before. Don't just watch your hashtag. Watch your major players, because they will take conversations offline. Or if somebody replies and they accidentally don't include the hashtag, um, that that reply immediately gets lost and then that conversation continues but you don't know about it. So you're not only watching your hashtags, you're watching what those major players are posting just in general. So it gets very hectic very quickly. Not to not to scare anyone, <laughs> but but I think it's an important role that people need to include. Yeah, so you're talking about hashtags and 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 players and events and um one one of the another one of your blog posts which I think was excellent uh talks about the importance of understanding your message and your call to action. So going into your event in terms of planning out your event, talk to us and tell us how important that is to have a consistent message and to have in place um well, you you talk. <laughs> I'm not okay. Gonna... No, it's it's fine. So I, I feel very strongly that whenever you're having an event, whether it's a, a party in store, whether you're running a coupon, um, whether you're you know you're having, whenever you're putting forth and gathering people, I feel very strongly that everyone that attends that event should be able to leave regurgitating the two sentence um, elevator speech that you want them to get while they're there whether it is that you just launched a new product and you know so uh, I just recently went to um, the Republic wireless launch party and their message was no contracts um, and they were selling the Moto X for $199 with no contract and $50 a month unlimited data so I was able when they left they they spent a ton of money on all of that you know the event and the promotion and you know the security and the celebrities that they brought in but lo and behold it worked because when I left I knew that they had they were selling a Moto X for 199 no contract $50 a month unlimited data done I am now a walking commercial for them and that is what everybody needs I've walked into huge expensive um, events run by big companies that you would never think make these 
these mistakes. And the first thing that I do, it's almost a game, um, I walk up to the, the organizer and I say, what's the message for this event? And I can't even tell you how many times they go, uh, we just want you to have a good time. <laughs> and I'm like, well, then, it, hey, thanks. <laughs> uh, so you want to, when you're thinking, when you're planning your event, you have to get that message down to one or two sentences. And once you just determined what your purpose is, then start planning your event and plan everything around that. Well, but it's, that it's, yeah, it's not fun to try and figure out what those one or two sentences is. So a lot of people just skip over it. Well, and that, that's really at the core of business strategy. We've talked about business strategy. We've talked about branding strategy. We've had different experts on. We've talked about SEO strategy. And all of those experts have said the same thing. Do, do know what it is you're trying to accomplish from the beginning. Have a goal. Have a short-term goal, a long-term goal. And I think that this really plays right along with that. Know why it is that you're planning your event. Know what it is you hope to accomplish. And know what it is that you hope your people uh, will take away from this, your potential customers and your repeat customers. And uh, the, while we're talking about hashtags, I want to bring up this uh, comment from Lynn Abate Johnson who says, watch your hashtags as well as your major players who are attending your events. Nicole Murphy, that is so good. So on the topic of hashtags, I'm over here watching TWUBS and I'm seeing our hashtag on track tips. Uh, folks, I got to say that it's probably one of the least active shows that we've had so far. So I want everybody to jump over to Twitter real quickly and use the hashtag pound on track tips. That's on track tips. And I want you to say Nicole Murphy is the live event queen. Pound on track tips. Okay, guys, help us out there, and we can we can show you in action how hashtags can work. Just do this, and I'll I'll show you later how awesome this is. Okay, see how I did that? All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm actually very competitive, um, and so I really would appreciate that. I don't I don't want to go down as the least active uh, hashtag on Twitter. That that would be very shameful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so come on, people. <laughs> <laughs> on track tips. Let's hit it. All right. Um, so talk to us a little bit, uh, Nicole. We've kind of gotten a little bit ahead of ourselves. So let's back up to that pre-event time. No, that's all right. Mm -hmm. it's, that's all right. We're all. It's all good. People are loving this. I'm getting great comments all the way around. If you're loving it, guys, write on your comment stream right now. Say, hey, I'm loving this. Let us know. Um, by the way, uh, okay. So. So go back to the beginning of our event planning, and you talk a lot about understanding your demographic, understanding your market, and how important it is to do that market research. And you had said something that I had to laugh out loud, actually, as you were saying it. You said, it's not about the number of likes that you're getting on something. Don't count the number of likes. It's, there's more important metrics than just seeing a bunch of likes. Talk to us about uh, uh, trying to find that target market, pre-planning, and uh, maybe what are you looking for when you're digging through social media? Who are you trying to target, and what are some key things you're looking for? Well, you are absolutely um, looking for your high engagers and the people that are promoting you and your events and you know whatever you've got going on with your brand. Um, and getting to know those people on a deeper level, not... When I talk to my clients and they say, well, our demographic are married women between, you know, 30 and 45, that is not an acceptable answer. You need to know um, that you need to know these are our 10 most engaged people. They have accounts on these different 
uh, platforms. They play tennis. They like to go here. They frequent these um, businesses in this area. And you really want to know, like, if somebody's interacting with your business, they probably are comfortable interacting with other businesses as well. So find out what other businesses they're interacting with. Go on their streams. Find out what they're posting. See what, you know, there's different posts. They're not probably promoting every single thing you put out there on social media, find out what they're resonating with. Are they resonating when you have a live event? Are they resonating when you, you know, list a coupon? Are they resonating when you post a good piece of content? How are they interacting with you? And you need to break those people down so that when you have a blog post, you know that these are your five go-to people. And when you have an event, you're going to reach out to those people before you launch that event to the public. And you're going to say, hey, we know that you are, um, you know, you love promoting our events for us. We really appreciate the, uh, the support. Um, as a thank you, we're going to give you pre-event access. We have not, you know, we've not released this event to the public yet. We wanted to invite you first to make sure that we had a spot for you. Oh, and by the way, here's a free ticket or a free pass for one of your friends. Um, you can pull those people in and say, you know, here's a code and you can get you know, X amount of dollars off of the event or whatever you're promoting, but you need to know how those people are resonating with you and get them in the right categories so that you can really um, know, you know, be purposeful and strategic about all of your, all of your posting and your interactions. And unfortunately, we're getting right to the end of our show, Nicole. Oh. I know that everybody's loving it, and it just goes so fast. We could talk on and on and on for hours, but if I've learned anything, I've learned that, you know, you keep them wondering and keep them hoping for more. So uh, we're going to just let you guys just start asking more questions over on the event tab. And I want to thank Nicole for coming in and telling us uh, how to plan the perfect live event. And just kind of as a wrap-up summary, uh, you know, she hit on some really key points here. Take your time to do diligence, to do your market research, find out who your target market is. Make sure that you have a clear call to action. Any business can do this. It's good for the corporate, it's good for the small, for the brick and mortar. Be intentional. Find your customers. Find your engagers. And, uh, and, and, and have a plan in, act in place for post-event. Once the event ends, this isn't, you know, it's not about the event. The event is really just to spark uh, something bigger and something more and ongoing and to create a relationship with your customers, both current and future. So I want to say thanks to Nicole. And Nicole, I want to give you a minute to uh, tell us, where, where can we find you? Uh, what, are, what are some projects you're working on right now? Um, <laughs> well, we're, I'm actually getting ready to launch some new really helpful tools and courses. Um, so my, I just got the edit back from a live event, um, planning giveaway that I'm getting ready to launch. Um, and so I'm going to finish up those edits and that should be out within the next week or so. So take, uh, be on the lookout for that and I'm going to be building a lot of helpful tools so that you can, we can just, you know, walk through what uh, planning your online event should look like and you can just kind of check the boxes, fill in the blanks and then you'll have a nice structure for yourself that you can do on your own. So I'm really excited about that. Excellent. And so everybody, you can connect with Nicole over on Google Plus where you can just type in uh, Nicole Murphy. The link will, of course, be in the descriptions both here and on our YouTube channel, as well as being able to find her over at uh, TalkingMooseMedia.com. Again, that will also be in the descriptions. My name is Jason Weiser. You're listening to OnTrackTips.com. 
helping your small business get on track and stay on track one expert at a time. And this week, our expert was Nicole Murphy, and we're saying goodbye to Nicole. Thanks so much for stopping by. And uh, hey, if you guys want Nicole to come back sometime in the future and talk more about live events, then you better get that hashtag rocking over there on Twitter. (laughs) All right. On track tips. I need to see at least 10 more. Otherwise, that's it, Nicole. You're done. You're not welcome back. Oh my gosh. This is so stressful. Rally. (laughs) We'll see you, Nicole. Thanks. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for having me, I think. (laughs) 